It's not it's a rom com. It's just slapstick comedy. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Michael Keaton's hilarious. He was, Michael, he was hilarious Michael in Keaton uh, was not, I'm the sorry, other guys. I'm going with Christian Bale's best Batman. Well, that's because you like to suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the All American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen and welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful bearded heterosexual jewish life partner josh over there operating the controls and dancing around those buttons like kareen jean pierre dances around questions from peter ducey that was a a mouthful that's what she said yeah i'm on it today still feeling a little bit of recovering from the uh, sinus infection so yeah cough still lingering Ah, sorry for the lateness on today's live broadcast, broadcast or a podcast today. Uh, we had a very important meeting we had to get to prior to the show, which involved um, copious amounts of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So that took precedence. Just so you know your place, listeners, viewers, supporters, uh, when it comes to you and Chick-fil-A, you are always taking a back seat. I just want you to be aware of that so you know your place in the pecking order that is the Shell Shock Empire and the Savage Nation. So a Delicious Christian <clears throat> chicken. Gotta love the Lord's Nuggets. Lord's Nuggies. Gotta love the Lord's Nuggies. Well, what do we got today, folks? We got um, we got a decline in retail sales since November, of course, as to be expected with the inflation and recession being the way it is. You got more information coming out on the nine non-binary uh, puppy play Sam Britton, I think his name is. Um, come to find out that his top secret security clearance is being brought into question. And then apparently this guy also helped facilitate some groomer behavior uh, in some academias across the country as an LGBTQ activist. That's coming out. Go figure. He really knows how to pick them. And as soon as Superman gets hired, Henry Cavill, he gets fired. He's not returning to reprole or reprise the role of Superman. We got more on that for you later in the show. We've got Barbie that I'm trying to ask our audience whether or not I'm overstepping on this one because I don't know. Um, but I want to get your feedback on this to where I think that maybe Barbie, we already know they're pushing the trans agenda, but are they now doing the furry agenda? And I'm going to get some feedback from you, the viewer, the listener, the chatter, and see what your thoughts on this are. Because again, jury's out for me. I don't want to <clears throat> project a bias here. I don't want to be like how people were on the Tim Allen Christmas show where all these boomer Republican influencers and the blue checks are like pearl clutching that they misspelled Santa for Satan. It's like, oh my God, not at children's. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, because we were talking about that prior to the show and like people just flipped their shit over that. Yeah. Well, I thought it was stupid. I watched it. It was funny. Yeah. It was a joke. It was a joke. But some boomer Christians are like, well, that doesn't belong in a children's movie. Of course, it's Disney. So, I mean, <laughs> it I, is Disney. I, I, yeah. 
they kind of did that to him themselves. But yeah, but I, I just feel like if this is what we're going to really jump up and down and stamp our feet about, I think there are bigger fish to fry than a Satan joke, which yeah. clearly the joke itself showcases that they're not supporting Satan. It's the joke yeah. making fun of Satan. Mm-hmm. But again, I think people don't see that far into it. They just take it at surface value. It's like, oh, that's just so repugnant. It's like lighten up, Francis. Like there are there are bigger bigger hills to die on than this one. Like I don't know, trans agenda, gay agenda being pushed on our children. Yeah. <clears throat> but teach their own. Some people pearl clutch harder than others do. Some people can loosely clutch their pearls. Yep. I prefer to clutch my jewels. But uh, well, hey. Monthly deals we got going on for Shell Shock. As you know, we have the mattress giveaway. No, this is real. We're doing a thousand dollar mattress gift card to the place of your choice. If say like you live in uh, New Orleans or you live in Manhattan or you live wherever, we are going to essentially find a store next to you or near you that sells mattresses and essentially buy you a thousand dollar gift card to said store for you to spend on whatever mattress you so choose. Also comes with a $500 Shell Shock gift card. How do you enter? Very good question. Go to the Shell Shock CBD website. I believe we have it listed there. It's on my page on Instagram. And in fact, I will even give you the link to go sign up. And I'll also tweet the link out for those that uh, don't watch the show live where you can also find it. But here is the link. I'm posting it in Rumble. Excuse me. And I'm going to go ahead and post it over on the YouTube chat. I am still very, very surprised we even have that YouTube page. Um, Just, yeah. It's a real shocker. It's a real shocker. They haven't flagged us for anything. It's like, uh, I think it's because um, we're flying under the radar for some reason. I don't know. I don't know how. The fact that we talked about things that got us banned on the other account, and they still haven't banned us on this one, it's probably because they had eyes on us already. So, excuse me. But anyway, go sign up for the mattress giveaway and the Shell Shock uh, card giveaway. All you have to do is enter your email, and uh, we're going to email the winner at the end of this month. You will be notified by email, and please keep in mind, you have 48 hours to respond. If you do not, we're going to have to pick a different winner. So please keep that in mind. And then we have the uh, Rocket Fuel shirts are 50% off, no code needed. We have, I think, 12 left in inventory. We're getting rid of them. They're not coming back. And then the Halo Ultra gummies, if you like Delta 8 and you feel like the 25 milligrams might not be enough for you, we've got the Delta 8 Halo Ultra gummies. These are 50 milligrams of Delta 8 per gummy for you. And these things are going to get you ultra high, and these are available on the website right now. All right. Last and most certainly not least, say, for example, you don't want to purchase Shell Shop because you can't for whatever reason. Well, folks, right now, if you support the show on Locals, it's like $4.99 or whatever amount you want to make. um, We're doing giveaways now every month. For this month, we're doing the mattress giveaway. Now, next month, we've got three options. And our local supporters, the paid supporters, they're going to pick. We're going to put it to a vote, and they get to pick. So if you financially support the show over on the Locals page, you are the ones that get to vote. So here are the three options for the January giveaway from Shellshock. And we're going to do this once a month. And here's your three options. We can do an iPhone, brand new. We can do a $500 Visa gift card. Or we can do a 42-inch TV. Only locals get to vote, though. So if you're wanting to support the show, have a say in what's being given away every month, you can go over there and vote. Here is a link. It's just locals. Go to locals.com slash John Burke, I believe it is. Locals.com slash member slash John Burke. Check that out. You can go vote. 
Um, and again, only the financial supporters, you get the you get the vote. Just like on Twitch when we did it was like subscriber only chat, same thing. Yeah. So, and for people that support us on Twitch, we're no longer on Twitch. So make sure you check to to ensure that you've uh, canceled your subscription because they don't cancel that automatically. You have to do it on your end. So please make sure you do that because they've banned us on Twitch. We don't have any channels there. Yeah, I hate to see people. Uh, I mean, we still get the money. They still send it to us, which is great, but they're still getting a cut. And that means we're inadvertently supporting a woke leftist bullshit company that pushes this trans bullshit LGBT mafia on everybody. So keep that in mind. But that's what we got coming up for January, February, March. Uh, and we're offering three new uh, options to choose from for raffles each month. And we raffle this off. You can enter to give away. And this is kind of like the shell shock giveaway we're going to do every month. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. So, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, looking forward to doing that. So once again, go check out the mattress. That's going at the end of the month. $1,000 to the mattress location near you. And it's also great you can bang Josh's mother on it. No? No. No, okay. Fuck. What about you? What? What? No? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I'm still getting things set up over here. <laughs> Josh is like yeah, half paying attention. I hated like, a mom joke. He made a mom joke, and then it was like, oh, wait, Son what? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. All right, well, let's get into it, folks. Retail sales declined sharply in November. High inflation and anxiety over a looming recession may have weighed down holiday spending in November. Uh, and our survey says... No shit. Really? No. You don't say. Maybe because by and I'm not attacking the writers of this article. It's just common fucking sense at this yeah. point. It's like pointing out what we already know to be true. Um, but because, yeah, I'd say the overwhelming majority of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And what happens when you start to tighten the, the purse strings? Well, suddenly fiscal prioritization becomes a very key uh, factor in your day-to-day -day life. So, for example, I am going to have to stop buying the energy drinks because gas has doubled in price. Granted, it is coming down now, thankfully, uh, to an extent. But even still, the we see it in shell shock. You know, our sales have dipped as well. People can no longer afford yeah. the cosmetic things. They have to focus on, I don't know, food, gas, water, electricity. Yeah, for gas. <clears throat> talk to me when it's back to where it was. Yeah, prior to, yeah. Yeah, don't tell me about how great it is now that... It's not $7 a gallon. <clears throat> yeah. It's just under $4 a gallon. <laughs> well, dipshit, before my, you took office, uh, it was it like $1.85. Yeah. He's going to brag about how his administration brought it back down. It's like, but your, your administration, like, shot it up. I mean, cool. Again, we've, we've said this time and time again. It's like the arson is saying, hey, look, I put out the fire that I started. It's like, well, what do you want? A fucking... I don't, <laughs> here's your reward. More money to Ukraine. How about that? Oh, by the way, he announced like more, even more money. Also, I think it was eight million or eight billion to Africa to shut down coal plants. It's got to be billion. I think they, it's they billions. I think it's eight billion like, to Africa. If they, if they say million, they're just tipping somebody, bro. I just I can't even on a scale of one to even eight billion to Africa to shut down coal like. And this is the thing that I feel like Republicans really need to start lib taking liberals seriously on. <clears throat> These are not just words they they spit out when they're talking about when they're talking about like revolutionizing uh, green energy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Biden's moving forward with this. He is throwing money at these countries to facilitate and make this come to, to fruition. Yeah. And he's using your money to do it. Meanwhile, these other countries are going to remain on their own. China's never going to go for it. Indonesia's never going to go for it. Major pollutants of the of the world are not going to go for this. So realistically, what are we doing here? Why is America, again, once more, footing the bill? I think it feels like Biden has now turned into like a Bernie Sanders with a gun. Once again, I am taking your support. Taking not, I'm not asking. I'm taking. 
Like they just use this as a means to it's ridiculous launder money so they can pay themselves. So, you know, Julian Assange talked about this shit uh, a while ago. It's not surprising. <laughs> where he said that the Afghan war, it's, it was never supposed to end, but it was just a means to launder money through oh, yeah. that war <clears throat> uh, for that purpose. Yeah. So it's, it was never going to end. Where we're at now, it's just, again, it's repetitiousness. We see a problem, the government throws our money at it. Regardless of how effective or ineffective, that's always their go-to. That's always their answer. Throw money at it. Throw money at it. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I kind of like to, I don't know, keep more of my own money. It, it just, it's just nuts to me. It's just nuts to me. I don't know. You're just you know what? You know, <laughs> you're going to have a hard time convincing I probably, me that. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to fucking say it. Josh comes to me like uh, it was like four or five days ago. And he's giving me my pay stub. He's like, you know what you paid in taxes this, this year so far? I was like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to fucking know. You know, you know how much I personally have paid in taxes? It's a lot. Almost $95,000. Folks, that's $95,000. <clears> that's a lot of fucking money in tax mm -hmm. that the government gets. Now, what could John Burke do with an extra $95,000 per year? I would definitely expand shell shock, throw way more money into advertising to try and increase profits, hire on more people, expand the company. John Burke is not going to pocket that money. Now, John Burke is well within his right to pocket that money, 100%. That's my fucking money. But at the same token, I'd be an idiot not to take that money and basically split it, put some of it in savings, and then throw the rest of it back into reinvestment into growing this mm -hmm. company, acquiring new customer bases through expanding of advertising on podcasts, things such as this. But instead, the government gets that money, and they're throwing it to Ukraine. They're throwing it to Africa to deal with these issues that don't directly impact American values here at home. So once again, proving that the free marketeer capitalist, such as myself, is 10 times more effective at managing my money and stimulating my local economy and creating jobs than the government is. But being that we have these people that are elected by the people, for the people, are not for the people anymore. This is corporatist America. So the socialists kind of have something here where they talk about wanting to, to break down, but their, their fix to this is not really pragmatic. It's like, we want to break it down, but then give them more power. Like, no, absolutely not. Communists get it wrong because like, well, it should be, you know, community or community organized. No, it doesn't work that way. People by and large are fucking lazy. So why should those that are inspired to go out and create and earn and grow be hamstrung by the lazy motherfuckers? Because trust me, we got a lot of them in this country. We do. Almost $95,000 I pay in fucking taxes this year. You ain't over yet. You ain't over yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. When Josh showed that to me, I was just like, man, I, I, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see that. It's nice, right? All I see is a gay little fucking blue and yellow flag attached to that money. Bye-bye. Okay. Meanwhile, some Russian fucking loyalist cocksucker over in Ukraine that's in a jumpsuit, probably beating his fucking wife with his four kids, living in some shithole. He's getting my fucking money. Folks, I don't give a fuck about those people. I don't care. Why? Because Putin wants to come in and fucking kill him? Well, I'm sorry. I feel no different than in the Middle East. What, what differs? You know there's unprovoked invasions and wars over there in the Middle East? That we have no business getting involved in, but because it's bad guy Putin, suddenly we got to give a fuck. 
No, I'm sorry. I don't. Because the EU and the buyer, the Obama administration helped facilitate this. I'm tired of fucking paying for their mistakes. And I mean that in the fiscal context. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. I'm New Yorker today. Fuck Ukraine. Slave Ukraine. Who gives a fuck about them? When it comes to my money and putting food on my table, yeah. we're the priority. This is ridiculous. Once again, folks, just at, at the... <laughs> The government showing the incompetence that it has as an organization. And you know what the funny thing about this is? It's not that they're incompetent. They're just slimy. They know what they're doing. They're very competent. If there was no political corruption, if they were actually on board for an actual altruistic reason, then shit would actually be getting done. But instead, this is just more nepotism. It's more corruption. It's more laundering kickbacks galore, stock market, it's just, it's so fucking, again, honestly, the only way to really undo this is to just overthrow it, but then again, in two to 300 years, we're in the same situation. The only difference I would add to the, if there was a revolution and the government was overthrown, the constitution I feel should stand, but there should be amendments that are added to it, such as term limits. You will have no more than four years in any, any branch of government. Yeah, you know, you, you'd think they would have put that in there in the very beginning, right? You'd think, yeah. I think that's the one thing our forefathers fucked up on. I don't. Of course, they and the reason I know they fucked up on it is look at the situation we're in. Yeah. This is the exact reasoning why it's fucked up. They're like, yeah, surely know, nobody would want to run for government. <sighs> and I know government people are not going to like this. They're not going to like that John Burke is criticizing the forefathers, but the forefathers didn't get everything right. But I still give them ultimate crops and uh, crops, ultimate, but those two. <laughs> Hopefully they got lots of crops. Crops and ultimate props fruits. and praises. They did something phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But we can address certain issues or certain loopholes that were left in the Constitution that do need to be filled. And that is term limits. Term limits. And then if the Constitution is a living, breathing document that can be changed and amended as according to the Constitution, then there should be amendments put in there that we talked about before. If you are in Congress or any branch of the government, regardless of what level you serve, you are not provided access. You are not legally allowed to access stock trading. You can't at all. Not through secondary or tertiary part. None. And if anything is found that you're in league with anybody that's, say, for example, investing for you, you're going to jail. Yeah, those should carry, like, the, the heaviest crime, you know, the yeah. sentencing. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. But, yeah. Fuck me in the ass. I mean, what they're doing is... <laughs> it's it's uh, awful. All I just see is Biden throwing more money to... Himself and his friends <sighs> and his buddies shit. all over the place. So his Chinese buddies, his Ukraine buddy. Yeah. It's just, just sprinkling our cash all over the place. All over can, the fucking place. He can get his 10%. Dude, it's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm just over this shit. Well, non-binary ex-Biden official Sam Britton, a.k.a. the luggage suitcase thief, that guy, yeah, him, uh, helped craft policy to hide student sex changes from parents. Yeah, there's more to this whack job than meets the eye. This was, of course, Biden's previously nominated, uh, uh, what was he, deputy official for nuclear waste disposal or some shit like that. Just some crazy, like, it's some back hole in the wall uh, office, like, underground the White House. He's like the, the steepler guy. It's like, you know, but we hired a gay. We hired a gay. Makes us look good. Give him, give him the office back there, but nobody's going to really talk to him. But we, we hired a gay. That's why, they, that's why they hired this guy, I guarantee. Oh, he's gay extra. Oh, he's super gay. <laughs> There is gay, then there's not. He's pretty gay, and there's, holy yeah. fuck, that dude's gay. Yeah. This guy is like, holy fuck, that dude's gay. Like, oh. 100%. Like your dress and lipstick. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. It matches your bald head. But they, like hire, they hire this guy, and <laughs> you're just at a loss with this. You're like, oh, my God. Like, I'm sorry. Can you? I bet he walked in his interview wearing lipstick. Probably. I bet this fruitcake walk in there with lipstick on his face, just brain awry with degeneracy. And when I say that, it's not because he's gay. It's because all the shit that's come out about him. Yeah. Now, listen to this. This is who they hired, folks. This is the White House. This is the White House where you have to go through the biggest security clearances there are in America. And this guy, Sam Brighton, the non-binary ex-Energy Department nuclear waste official, facing major prison time, once helped a nonprofit group craft a model school uh, policy adopted in several states that tells schools to hide alleged gender identity and sexual orientation changes from unaffirming parents. This guy is disgusting. Hmm. Between 2017 and 2020, Britain was head of advocacy, advocacy, excuse me, advocacy and government affairs at the Trevor Project, an LGBT group focused on youth suicide prevention, according to Britain's LinkedIn. In 2019, Britain played a role in developing a 37-page booklet titled Model Schools District Policy on Suicide Prevention, which puts restrictions on how much teachers can talk to parents or guardians if their LGBT child is suicidal. So once again, this is removing the right of the parent to have guidance over the child. If the child says that I'm gay, now all rights to parents are forfeited and the state steps in. You've nationalized. This is an attempt to nationalize parenting. Are you out of your fucking minds? And I'm warning you, you LGBT purveyors of degeneracy and grooming, the more you continue doing this, the more you're going to get West Virginia's. You keep fucking with the mothers. You keep you go after the kids. You fuck with the moms. Yeah. Once you've done that, it's over. Now I don't know about you, but in the South, I'm just gonna say it. You go fuck with a Southern black mom, and you see what happens. You go fuck with a Southern redneck mom, and you see what happens. The color and shit. It doesn't matter. You fuck with them. They will fuck you up. They do not play games. They will be the ones to get in your face. They will be the ones to assault you out in public. They don't care. And honestly, to be perfectly frank, they're justified in my eyes. You go after the kids, you get what's coming to you. Yeah. They're, they're, you have no coverage of the concept. You have no rights in my mind. If you are an open Marxist groomer pedophile lover, you, you do not have a place in this society. Now, I don't, I don't say that lightly. I don't say that lightly because I feel everybody, if you're a citizen of America, you have a rightful place in our society, regardless if I politically disagree with you, which I do by and large with a lot on the left and a lot within the LGBT. But by you being gay, you still should be afforded every single right that a straight person does. But the moment, like I've said, regardless of which political side you come from or what sexuality or what religion, the moment you go after kids, you're done. You're not a human in my eyes. You're not even American. That's, that's just the way I feel. But I'm telling you right now, the more that these White House officials hide or try and, well, I'm, I'm really, they had to have hidden this. How did this not get discovered? They just, you knew they knew they about knew, this. They knew about yeah. this, yeah. They knew about this shit. But that's where we're at. That's where we are. They that's where care. we're at. They're pet, I mean, they're a bunch of sickos, man. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. And, folks, it doesn't stop there. You know, for them to keep pushing 
uh, trans kids are yeah. saying kids are trans. Yeah. Should tell you all you need to know about this administration. Yeah. They're a bunch uh, yeah. of fucking perverts. They are. You just, you take one look at this guy. This is a grown man wearing lipstick. <laughs> this is a grown man wearing, and again, bring back traditionalism. Bring back traditional and ma- tra- traditionalist masculinity. Bring back the alpha male. Stop promoting these betas. Stop giving in to fucking mental weakness. That's all this is. This is mental weakness shrouded in LGBT activism. That's all this is. This is a cry for, I need attention. I have no personal validation. I need it from other people through activist methods. This, that's what this is at core of it. What are, you, what are you being an activist for? Because they've already got it equally across the board for them. Yeah. I mean, it's just been legalized again at the federal level to marry have same sex. Great, cool. But at the same token, you're going after kids now. So why would you expect us to support that? But I do like <clears throat> how now, again, the official counter narrative to this accusation from the right towards the left, their defense of this is saying, no, you're trying to make the LGBT akin to grooming. It's like new grooming has become way more prominent in the LGBT because yeah. you've endorsed these events that sanction this type of behavior. So naturally, what are we led to assume? That majority of the homosexual communities in America are now in favor of this because your organization is openly supporting it. It'd be like, it'd be like the Boy Scouts supporting sex with children. Well, if you're a Boy Scout and you're a part of that organization and you still pay dues into it and you still go out there and you rep it, then clearly you must be okay with that. Because if you weren't, you would not be a part of that organization. You need to leave that organization. Yeah. So I'm sorry. If people identify with the LGBT, then you are in agreement. You're, you're in agreement with the drag queen, grad drag queens for children. This has not been, this is not being hidden anymore, folks. It's out there. Just go look at TikTok. It's all over. To, to sit there and deny it at this point, it just means you're lying to yourself. There is no denying it is here. And people say they're coming for your kids. They're here. They're not coming. They are here for your kids. Yeah. This is not some kind of misinformation. Alex Jones, like they're turning the kids gay. They're here, folks. They're having these meetings at school board. They're school exactly. Board they are attempting to indoctrinate <clears throat> your children into this perverse ideology. No, a child has no business learning how to spank, how to use an anal toy. Yeah. That comes with, you know, maturity. But not at fucking eight, nine, ten years old. Are you kidding me? I don't, do you ever talk to anybody about anal plugs or? Fuck no. Not even my straight friend. Not yeah, even. I like, mean, jokingly, but another nothing in the in the context is like you know I really like that that JS seven model. You know it's got that nice little twist yeah, to I it. I, I just spit on it, and just slides right in there. You know, get some WD forty on it, and slide right in there. And it makes a little weird smell, but you know what I'm talking about Bubba anal sex coming to you. Time life classic. No, I get it. Yeah, it's just, it's not something, but even in an educational manner, I don't feel like that's the school's responsibility. I feel it's more no. so in the sense of not from even, a biological. It's not even a question. Yeah. I, I feel like sex education, for me, it's, I think it should be taught in the sense of these are STDs. This is what a condom is for. Yeah. This is what, you know, this is how you have safe sex. But you right. should not go into the Biology. whole, this is what a strap-on is for. This right. is what a dog mask is for. It's like, no, that is not your role. There has to be constraints. You don't bring sex <clears> toys <throat> into the conversation no. when you're teaching sex ed. No, like, oh, absolutely not. Let me wheel in this <laughs> tray of dildos. And- oh, my gosh. It, it's just crazy to me at this point, dude. I, I don't get how. But like I said, the more that they're going to push this, the more that the moms are going to turn against them. And now this, again, you don't see this from teachers that seem to be normal. You see it from the gay teachers. Every single teacher on TikTok, 
This is not a anecdotal. Yeah. Every single teacher, they look like a wacko. They got the bleached hair, the dyed hair. They're fat. They're unattractive. They're unfuckable. The dudes that are the, the guys are normally gay. The women are your like normally lesbians. These are not normal people. And I'm gonna say it. This has been seen, and no one wants to just put this out there. First, it was accept us. Then it was let us get married, and we were like, we were cool. You know what? It took some conniving. It took some convincing, and then finally people were like, you know what? Liberty for all. I agree. But it didn't stop there. Then it was now you have to agree with us. Now you have to celebrate us. Now you have to believe in the whole transgender ideology. Now you have to believe in multiple pronouns. Now you can believe in multiple genders. And I'm sorry, this all came from the LGBT. This did not come from heterosexual white nationalist Christian America. Like you want to blame them for fucking everything. If it rains, it's the white nationalist. If it does this, it's the fucking MAGA Republicans. But nobody wants to call out the LGBT for the perf perverse degeneracy that it is espoused and is continuing to push. And the reason that adults are pushing back so much is the very reason why the groomers are now going after the children. They've realized the adults are not buying into this bullshit. And they see how extreme and insane this is going. So if they can't make any progress on that front, go to the children. They're easily susceptible to bullshit misinformation and propaganda. We can indoctrinate them and turn them into allies at a very young age. This is what they are doing. This is clear. This is not hidden. It's not like it's some backroom agenda. They literally had songs about all those fucking gay dudes. We're coming for your kids. We're coming for you. Deserve a bullet in your fucking head. Because if there was a straight guy saying that about homosexual people, you'd be shitting your fucking fruit of the looms right now. But what changes? It's because of gay privilege. Because you are protected by that rainbow flag that is bullshit. And that's not a slant at someone if they're gay. That's the organization that you're a part of. Yeah. I don't think you could really say if you don't give a guy a blowjob, then you're homophobe. Exactly. What? what, what? Oh, fucking exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the things people need to hear. And we need to, we need to start saying this in unison. Make them afraid. Make them scared. They should be afraid to go out in public if you're performing at a, an event with children. My other question is, why would you want to perform at an event with children as an adult, as a grown man? <clears throat> it's disgusting to me. But this is what this is what they hire at the White House. If the White House can't even do a background check on this guy and get it accurate, really? That just shows incompetence the highest level. The highest level. Yeah, this this whole administration is a joke. It's a dump. Yep. It's a dump. It's a it's a money grab. That's all it is. In addition, our research shows that more than half of the LGBTQ youth are not out to a single are not out to a single adult in school. These policies show LGBTQ youth out or not that their school is a safe place for them to learn and that school staff are prepared to help them in times of crisis. Wrote Britain in a September 2019 press release. That's not your role. <clears throat> that is not your role. I don't understand how anybody would think that's their role. Outside of that, you got to give it back to the parents. Because honestly, this is one of those things that LGBT people cannot accept. The idea that, hey, uh, parents are allowed to disagree with you and raise their children as they see fit. If they don't want their children being raised in a gay environment, they don't have to. That's what being a parent is. They own that child. You do not. So if you don't like how that parent is trying to raise that child, and maybe it's contrary to what you're raised in or what you believe, which is your sexuality, whatever the case, so like that's a Christian household, you do not have the right to try and interject your politics and sexual beliefs onto other people's kids. You do not. You do not have that right. Just like they do not have that right to project that onto your child if you were gay. 
Would you be okay with a Christian school going to the the child of a, say, for example, a gay couple and saying, no, 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 no. If they're trying to, you know, you're straight, you're straight. They're trying to force your, the sexual, that's what you're doing. The only reason you agree with it is because it favors your beliefs, but you can't separate yourself from the situation and understand, understand it for what it is. The role of the state versus the role of the parent. And the state has no business getting involved. None. Fucking none. That's pathetic. That's not the America I want to live in. And it doesn't stop there. Former officials in multiple presidential administrations are questioning how disgraced gender-fluid Biden Energy Department official Sam Britton received a high-level security clearance. An outspoken LGBTQ activist who goes by they-them pronouns, Britton was appointed in February and was the first gender-fluid person to hold a federal leadership role. He's also the first one to be fired that is gender-fluid, which is fucking hilarious. Way to rep your, way to rep your community, buddy. Brighton was fired, however, after allegedly stealing luggage at airports in Minnesota and Las Vegas. The former official now faces a felony charge for the alleged theft in Minneapolis, while Vegas authorities have issued a grand larceny charge. Uh, Inconsistencies in Brighton's origin story were highlighted by news site LGBTQ Nation, pointing to a lack of transparency in differing accounts given by Britons since Britain first rose to prominence as an LGBTQ activist in 2010. A former Justice Department official in the Environment and Natural Resources Division told the Daily Caller, "Told the Daily Caller, it's possible due diligence on Brighton was sidestepped over concerns about discrimination laws and public accusations of discrimination against an LGBTQ person." You, you, again, this is this is the whole. This is what you don't say out loud, but it's the reality. So let me read that again. This is the part that you don't say out loud, but everybody knows secretly what this is really about. He was sidestepped over concerns about discrimination law and public accusations of discrimination against the LGBT. Again, what this basically is saying is that we couldn't dig too deep into this one because basically they had accused of going after somebody because they're gay. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. That's exactly it. So don't tell me that gay privilege does not exist because according to this guy's sexuality, they didn't really dig, possibly. This is what they're speculating. And the thing is, I can 100% see it true. I can 100% see it being true. Uh, absolutely. I see him using it as an excuse, oh, absolutely. but definitely knowing about this guy's background. Yeah. I just don't think you move into that position without being thoroughly yeah. vetted. I agree. And I feel like the Biden administration tapping this guy right. without fully vetting him is simply relying on the fact that he's an LGBTQ activist. And for yeah. some reason, that makes him just a good person. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the whole, like civilians had to learn about veterans. Not every veteran is a good person just because they call themselves a veteran does not make them a good person. Yeah. Does not mean you should donate to their cause. They could be a piece of shit. Because guess what? Pieces of shit serve their country as well. And the same applies towards appointed officials. Just because, you know, you're gay does not make you inherently a good person. Mm-hmm. Just because you love somebody of the same sex does not automatically qualify you as being St. Mother Teresa, whom I'm pretty sure opposed homosexual marriage. Now that I think about it. <laughs> it's just that. Probably. But you feel like these are lessons that they should have already learned. That they should already have enough experience and knowledge on but they don't they don't apply because they know that their audience of whiners and crying snowflakes are going to shit themselves and instead of relying heavily more so on the idea of like you know maybe we should have someone that is actually by merit uh, warrants being in that position versus well just because they like dressing up like a dog and holding spanking seminars and wearing fucking lipstick when you look like goddamn elmer fudd Mm -hmm. then we should appoint them like no and this is what you get you know, I got to say, he looks like he could be Matt Damon's twin. He does. He fucking does. 
Matt Damon's hit some hard fucking times, boy. <laughs> hard times. I'm just saying. I mean, is that his kid? <laughs> is he old enough to have a it's kid? His that little old? brother, apparently. I don't fucking know. It's oh, it's crazy. I mean, it looks like he. Speedy about you know what I mean? All right, folks, we're going to take some calls for a few minutes. The number is 214-817-1689. Again, the number is 214-817-1689. And while we wait for those calls to come in, route service. Have you heard of this? Through route, you can now add shipping and product insurance for your orders at checkout starting at only 98 cents. You can also get tracking and real-time shipping updates through their app for free. For information, please check out the route app or route.com. We offer this on Shellshock. This is not a paid endorsement of their app. This is basically the uh, product that we use where you can insure your products when you order from Shellshock for like 98 cents and it's not federal. It's privatized. So you get a really good deal. All right, we got a call. Let's go ahead and take it. Yellow. Hello. Yellow, you're live. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Hey, uh, actually, didn't think that my call is going to be answered. John, I've been following you since like late of uh, 2020, mm-hmm. I was, er, I'm 19, by the way, I I heard like a bunch of, uh, I don't want to say older, but like guys your age, like maybe millennial mm-hmm. uh, people. And uh, I was like surprised not to hear anybody else that was like around my age. Um, I just wanted to give in my perspective that, yeah, like when, when you're uh, criticizing the, LGBT people that are indoctrinating these kids into pedophilia mm-hmm. and all these, like, I don't think you should be like saying like, Hey, I'm sorry, but like, don't feel like, don't feel afraid to be like, Hey, I'm sorry, but like, fuck these people. <laughs> like they're, they're fucking psychos and they're free. Yeah. They should be called out to their faces and fucking like, I couldn't agree with you. I'm a little nervous. Not gonna lie. You're good, bro. I, You're I good. expected it. I think it's more of a force of habit, uh, not in the sense of like you mean it, like I'm sorry. It's more force of habit in the, in the way you say, way I say that. That's why sometimes I'll catch myself like, well, I'm, I don't know why, but I don't mean that. Like I'm sorry. Just it's kind of like a, a saying, I guess. I don't mean that verbatim or, or literally, but I, I get your point though. I agree. I think that America, by and large, should not be afraid to call out these people, especially their faces. Um, and don't be afraid because again, all they're going to do is they're going to try and counter you and levy accusations of homophobia at you. But folks. For that to be effective, you simply have to give it credence. All you have to do is like, yeah, that's not true, but whatever. Keep saying that, but you're a pedophile. You know, I feel like that's the direction we should go. And I feel like it's the direction that we are going, especially on or, or, uh, platforms like Twitter and the like. Of course, Facebook and Instagram, they're always going to protect their own. But on Twitter, it seems like there's a lot of light being shed on, quite honestly, a lot of these issues that are basically uh, surfacing around the country that had we not had a, a platform like Twitter kind of like open the floodgates, a lot of this information, if you really think about it, would not be getting passed around. Like, we still would not know about the, the depths of the Hunter Biden laptop story and things like that. So, But thank you for your call, man. I appreciate yeah, it, for, especially for being 19 years old. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to interject another thing. I yeah. uh, was hoping it wouldn't be uh, too off topic, but um, it, it's like it's, it's with the whole division we have in our country, it's like, I don't know what you would call it, but it's uh, Republicans or Democrats or like communists or libertarians. I was hoping that like, because I actually had an idea of, it might sound a little corny, but like I had an idea of like creating this quiz on like uh, Google forms or anything like that, like Google classroom or something, but it'd be like, a, are you a good guy or a bad guy? And it wouldn't be like overly biased questions like, 
do you support Trump or anything like that? It'd just be like, do you support authoritarianism or any anybody who questions my line of thinking should be condemned or like this? It'd just be like fair questions passed, like not overly biased, like left leaning or right leaning or anything. But like yeah, I, I get your point. But don't you think any, that don't you think like Hitler knew he was bad and didn't care? People are going to take this quiz, and they're not going to give a shit. There's openly authoritarian people on the left, and quite frankly, there's theoretically authoritarian people on the right that openly admit this. They don't care. You're basically applying your own level of morality or the idea that they are going to give any care or credence to what is good versus what is bad. They're simply going to be what they are, and they're fine with that because they've justified it in their minds. Hence why Democrats have, again, finagled their way into changing their position on uh, being more tolerant. In their mind, they can be intolerant towards people that don't agree with their viewpoints because essentially it's justified to be intolerant towards, say, for example, racists or homophobes or xenophobes. But the reason they go at it from that angle is because it is at the baseline of it all that you disagree with them, and it doesn't actually make you a homophobe or racist. It's just the fact that you don't agree with their lifestyle. And again, like I said, your metric, I get it. It, it. it makes sense. But the same token, it's it's pointless, though. But now, thank you for your call, dude. I appreciate you listening yeah. to the show. It means a lot. But we hey, move real on. quick, I got a question for you. Did yeah. you vote in the 2020 election or were you 17 then? I was 17 then. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, COVID really got me into politics again. Uh, or like I say again, because like a 2016 election, it was uh, the whole like. Right, you're pretty Everybody young. Everybody thinks so. that like Donald Trump sucks and whatnot. Did you yeah, vote but, in this uh, 2020 election? Um, or, uh, no, I wasn't able to vote. Uh, I would have voted uh, Trump. I was, uh, <clears throat> I wasn't you uh, and supporter, but like I, I definitely, I definitely thought that, um, like you know, Trump's gonna like save us all, and that like one day you would like see on the news, like it'd be the nervous anchor like everybody else got fired or something like i mean i'm sorry i mean good morning like did you vote in the 2022 election midterms midterm election oh um i'm not going to lie i didn't just because i think that and i heard you say that like you know folks i know that um like there's going to be people that are like you know the system is rigged and like it was it going to do and whatnot? And I'm not going to lie. I, if anything, I would have voted Republican, but just I don't know if I have faith in that. I don't know. Voting is going to really do anything. I think I'm coming across my main point here, though, that um, like, I really hope that there's a chance that um, basic, like common Americans, like the everyday people who they're not bad shit crazy that like we still have a chance to combat these regimes and these like these globalists and i i don't know what to, i don't know what else to call them but like you know right uh, and you can't do that unless you well, vote man world economic forum yeah you gotta vote there there's just no other way around that um yeah thank you for your right. call it's, there's I no mean, other way no other way yeah to go about that than um you got to vote. That's all there is to it. You can't sit there and say, I have no faith in it. Like, if you give up, you give up. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I, I, you know, these young kids that are like 18, 19 years old and are voting for the first time. That makes a difference. Oh, it does. 100%. But, but it, you've got to get up. You've got to, you know, do yeah. your, you know, your responsibility of get out there. and. Yeah. So all that hope, all that things he's talking about, great. Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't go vote. And I understand. Like, the system is rigged in some places. Yeah, I agree with that. But it doesn't mean you quit. It doesn't mean you give up. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Take another call? Yeah, let's go ahead and take another call. All right. 
Yellow. Hey, good afternoon, guys. What's up? What's up? Well, great to talk to you. I'm a 67-year-old Air Force veteran. Um, seen a lot of crap. Lived through too much. To this whole um, COVID thing was some bat in a market somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I really appreciate everything you you've been doing, John. I've been following you. I've been talking about you. You've nailed so many topics square on the head. I just want to say Merry Christmas. Thank you for what you're doing. You are reaching so many people. You and the uh, rapper Comic, you're out there. You're talking the way it needs to be talked. And just want to thank you so much for, for it, what you do. That means a lot. Thank you, especially coming from an older generation. Um that, that definitely means more, holds more weight because, you know, we were always brought up to respect the elder generation of veterans that paved the way for younger genera- younger generations of veterans such as myself to grow up under um, and to look up to as the examples y'all have said or y'all have uh, provided for us. So that does mean a lot. So thank you. And Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. Uh, I Man, I always appreciate calls like that. That that means a lot um, because, you know, sometimes you don't, you don't get like the feedback Sometimes, you know, I, I don't know if that makes any sense. You don't realize if it's really doing any good. Sometimes you kind of feel like you're hollowing into an, uh, an empty chamber, maybe, you know, maybe nobody's listening. But it is nice to actually hear stuff like that. Like, I get friends that, that hit me up sometimes. They'll text me and say, hey, my boys, uh, they've been listening to your show. And it's like, dude, that means a lot. Thank you. It really means a lot to us that people actually give a fuck what we have to say. Um, because, yeah, I, there's a lot of people that are going to come after us. They're going to they're gonna disagree, whatever the case may be. And we always want to make sure that we're trying to be as... Uh, intellectually honest as we can be and be on the, I, I don't even say, I want to say right side of uh, history, but excuse me, the right side of truth. Uh, and also support the idea of liberty. Um, but yeah, when you have people like that, those calls, man, thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. That really does. All right, let's go ahead and get you moving on because we still got a lot more here to cover. <clears throat> I'm not crying. I'm just choking up because we should not have had Chick-fil-A prior to this because I'm burping like crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so just as quickly as he was hired, Superman, Henry Cavill, if you've known him from Man of Steel, he has gone. Apparently he made the announcement that being that James Gunn, the producer, the director for the, uh, oh God, I just, we just said it the other day, Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy, apparently the pedophile tweeter and Joker, clown, that the left would normally cancel, but being he's a successful franchise director, well then it's okay. Uh, he's taking over the DCU. And apparently, I believe it was his call, and uh, Henry Cavill is not being uh, reprised. He's not reprising his role as Superman. Uh, Henry Cavill has shared the sad news with fans that he will not be returning to reprise his role as Superman as previously announced. And they just announced that, like, not even a week ago. Like, not even a week ago, which just tells me they're moving quick on this. Yeah. This isn't one of those things they're dragging their feet on. Like, they're moving quick. But, um. Probably looked at the script and. Saw the gay kiss in there. (laughs) (laughs) We're making Superman gay. And then the the freaking, you know, James Gunn's like, no, if it's not about pedophilia, we're not doing it. It's not funny. Has to be about children. No. The British actor said the reverse decision isn't the easiest, but that he respected the decision of the newly instated DC bosses, James Gunn and Peter Safran. It comes as Gunn announced that a new Superman film was in the works, more details of which are due to be announced in 2023. Cavill, 39, played the legendary DC role in the 2013 Man of Steel film, and again in 2016 for Batman vs. Superman alongside Ben Affleck. His return to the character was revealed less than two months ago in a post credit scene of Dwayne 
Johnson's anti-hero film, Black Adam, with Cavill posting a video on Instagram confirming the news. But writing on Instagram on Wednesday, he said, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life, he continued. The, ch- that, the changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Okay. His response and how he handled this, very well done. Classic. Like, look, dude, you can't force yourself into something. If they don't want you, they don't want you. I think Cavill bowed out gracefully on this one. Um, But I think this is a massive mistake. I think Cavill is not the greatest actor. I will be the first one to say this. I am a a fan of his acting, but he is not. He is no Al Pacino. What else has he done? He's done the Tudors. He's done the Sherlock Holmes series where he plays uh, the sister of, I forget her, Anelia Holmes, some shit like that. Uh, The Witcher. It was The Witcher, which he walked away from that. He was guaranteed seven seasons as The Witcher. But the speculation was, because I think he left after season two, and it was it catapulted, it was catapulting him. Like, it was really just solidifying his career. And he's walked away from that, and people were speculating because he was going to return as Superman. Um, but apparently now that's not happening. He's walked away from The Witcher. Uh, I don't know if he's going to return to it, but this does not look good for his acting career. Which And this is the other thing that I brought up, I think, a long time ago regarding Superman. This could be the curse of Superman in the acting world. We've talked about this. Who was the, it before him? I forget the kid's name. Um, that, yeah, exactly. You forgot his name. Yeah. He's not big in Hollywood. Everybody that has played Superman, by and large, have had their careers kind of come to a quick fizzle out. And it's so weird. Mm-hmm. If you look at the role, and the, or the, excuse me, the people that have like basically uh, played Superman, I think it was Jim Reeves. Was that the original? He, like, he got shot, I think. Uh, or not shot. He, he uh, fell off a horse and broke his neck. No, no, that was uh, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Who was the first Superman? Oh, fuck. It was the black and white version. Uh, I think he was the first. He was All the right. first ever OG know. Superman. But if you go look up his story, uh, this dude had a very, very bad life. And so basically, that's where the tale of the curse of Superman comes from, which is kind of... I, I don't know, like poetically weird in a way that you play the son of Krypton, America's premier superhero at cost to your acting career. Hmm. It's kind of weird. It's like this weird type of like Twilight thing. But uh, dude, uh, Cavill has taken some serious career hits on this because he's walked away from The Witcher guaranteed seven seasons. That's fucking that's that's good money. That's great money. Mm-hmm. And it's not that he walked away from this, his reprising Superman, but they didn't want him. And I feel like James Gunn, uh, dude, I'm sorry. This guy fits the role. I mean, unless you're wanting to hire yours truly, which I think I would make an amazing Superman. Yeah, I think they want to go gay Superman. I think they, co- they totally could. I mean, we could film a scene of, you know, a super dick. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Um, Put on this, these tights. <laughs> advocating for gay rights everywhere. Up, up, and a gay! <laughs> This is gay Superman. Oh my God. These red tights clash with this blue spandex. We got to change this. No. Oh God. (laughs) Flying up here at this altitude. It's such a draft. I can hardly breathe. It messes up my hair every single time. We got some children to groom. Let's go. (laughs) That was so weird. It was very uncomfortable. (laughs) But uh, I I think this is a bad, bad decision by uh, James Gunn. You know, pedophile tweeter. And then stupid move on Cavill's part to walk away from The Witcher. But it is what it is. So that's that's official, folks. He's not coming back as Superman. I hate it. But then again, another part of me is kind of like, yeah, I think James Gunn needs to wipe the slate and start afresh because 
they have done a horrible job with the DC universe. They just Aquaman. Don't fuck with it. It's worked. Leave uh, Jason Momoa. That's Aquaman. That's the role he was born for. Heath Ledger. He was born for the Joker. That was his role. Like he was born into that. Tom Hardy. Bang. That was your role. Uh, Christian Bale. Okay, I got nothing on that one, but still, I mean, he's still an amazing actor. You know where I'm going with that. But there are certain actors that is like this was this role was you. It's just like you. It's it's by fate they connected. But I really feel like this was. Uh, this I was guess Cavill's. we'll see. Yeah, can't be Superman forever. <sighs> I wished, but I, I feel like he's our generation superhero, our our generation Superman. But I guess they're gonna. I was to- Christopher Reeves. Yeah. The original Superman. Yeah. Who was like out of shape. He didn't even look like, <laughs> didn't even look like Superman. He looked like he was wearing pajamas. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is true. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. I, I'm very interested in seeing who uh, now takes on the role of Superman. Because they, they did a new TV series about Superman. And this dude, is really? nice. he looks like a beta Superman. He looks like one of those nice guys that's just kind of like, oh, did I hurt you after sex? Are you okay? Like, uh, I just, no. He, he seems like a bitch. He does. I'm sorry. He does not seem like a man's man. Superman is a man's man. It's the man of fucking steel. Okay? And tights. And tights. Man of steel and tights. All right? And a cape. But they, they gate him up. Got, they gate him up on this TV show. Got a he's cape he's like metrosexual thing. Superman. I'm not even joking about that. You can watch. I watched one episode. I was like, this is the gayest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, what the hell? It's like, no. Turn the volume up. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there slurping sound? Oh, God. <laughs> It's where we're at, folks. I just, uh, I'm not, yeah, I don't get it, but to each their own. All right, folks, I want your opinions on this one. I I wasn't sure on this. Um, We did a story uh, two or three episodes ago about, or yesterday, about uh, Mattel Barbie pushing the transgender ideologies through their toys. And this was brought to my attention. Somebody messaged this to me over on Truth Social, which you can follow me at John Burke over there. Um, If you don't, I don't know anything about kids' toys. I mean, what the fuck would I? Um, but there is this toy here and I want to get y'all's takes on this. Am I going overboard on this? Because I don't want to repeat again, what the conservatives did for the, uh, Santa Claus thing of the, we love Satan versus Santa and just Pearl clutch is like, okay, that's a fucking joke. I don't want to put the, I don't want to go crazy on this one, but there is a toy called the Barbie doll, um, cutie reveal where they dressed, they dressed the Barbie doll as a furry. It's got the complete outfit. This is not a joke. Um, there is a furry costume the Barbie goes into. It has paws. It has a head, um, an entire outfit. And you basically, um, to reveal the Barbie, you've got to take the furry outfit off. But when you put the furry outfit on, it is made to look like an animal. Now, for those that don't know, this is a sex group and the LGBT and stuff like that. They are considered furries. They dress up like animals, and they have sex with each other, I think, while still in costume. I'm not saying that to be funny. That's just the reality of what we're talking about. Um, I, I don't know. Do y'all feel like this is over the line? Or is this just, hey, this is just innocent? Because the only reason I say I don't feel like this is innocent is because this is, again, this is Barbie. Yeah. They push transgender dolls. Like, there's even a deer one here. Yeah, she I even has antlers. As soon as you cross over into making a trans Barbie doll or trans toy, and then mm-hmm. you introduce something like this exactly. that's already pretty popular, and yeah. I guess the gay community—I don't know, dude—I don't know whatever community—then it doesn't look good. I mean, I'm just—I'm looking at this, and I don't see how this is appropriate for children, yeah. considering what the opposite of this is, which is you know the furry bullshit stuff. I just—I don't know. And um, uh, I gotta agree with uh, what was it? North Star, the, the North Star, 
Michael Keaton was the best Batman. No, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. See, Y'all are high. There's more of You're us high. out there. Michael Keaton is not even that good of an actor. What? What? Michael Keaton is a great actor. Outside of Beetlejuice, what's something else he was good in? Uh, you ever see White Noise? Nope. That was a great movie. No, I've it never watched what it's about. It was scary. It's about he looks at these TVs and he's trying to, and his wife is on the other side of it. And he you gets mean like all Poltergeist? The, it's really, it's pretty okay, creepy. But it's, clearly it's based wasn't on a true story, too. Uh, multiplicity. Oh my God! You're talking about like Sandra Bullock G- chick flicks. Are you really gonna compare? Multiplicity? Isn't that? Isn't no, that? No, it's where he, he keeps duplicating himself. And he yeah. does it like four times. Yeah, isn't that like a, a chick flick, a rom com, or whatever? No, it's not it's a rom com. It's just slapstick comedy. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Michael Keaton's hilarious. He was, Michael, he was hilarious. Michael Keaton in, uh, was. Not, I'm the sorry. Other guys. I'm going with Christian Bale's best Batman. Oh, that's because you like to suck dick. <laughs> that have to do with anything <laughs> that sounds like something i would say damn it you can't take my shit from me dude that's not fair uh, yeah back to the furry barbie thing Sorry. before we got into this stupid little fucking argument i don't even know how we got there but we're there um i, I don't know man i don't think i would let my children buy this i feel like this is uh no it's trying to normalize something that is clearly not normal yeah. And I'm sorry if that offends you. If you're wanting to dress up like a furry animal and go jump on and dogpile some people, I just, I think that you're kind of weird. Uh, and teaching that to children by proxy of this, no, I, I don't agree with that. But again, no. I didn't I didn't want to like, um, I was just, I'm just making sure like I'm not reading too far into this. Like, is this just an innocent toy or is this legit some bullshit? No, you really got to read into things now. You right? do. You really do. TV shows, these Jesus. Disney shows. Netflix. Well, it's because they try and freaking sexualize everything. Yeah, everything you have to be, sexualized. You have to be on the lookout. As soon as you have something called cuties. <clears throat> oh, my God. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. Okay. So, <sighs> they are, they're here for the kids. Well, Trump had a major announcement. He announced it over on Truth Social. Did you see this, folks? Uh, I wasn't even aware of this. Josh told me about this this morning. We were sitting down uh, after I had just finished off a nice case of dicks. And he was just like, did you see Trump's <laughs> new threw announcement? Back a cock. Uh, threw back a cock or two. Because apparently that's what I do here. I suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> and again, folks, this is why we're never going to be on fucking Fox. Uh, anywho. Tucker, um, call me. <laughs> yeah, Tucker, call me. Um... What the fuck are we talking about? I'm looking at this like Trump's a Trump's major announcement. Trump's major announcement. Josh uh, brought this up to me when we were sitting down to this morning at the, at the table. And he was like, did you see Trump's going to make this massive announcement? And I'm not going to lie. I got a little excited. I'm like, do you, think, do you think maybe in the off chance, maybe Trump's announced Because I was like, there's no way he's going to announce a running mate this early. You got to have primaries first. There's just no way. Unless he's announcing a run with DeSantis. Which I feel would be, oh boy, like that's going to be interesting. I feel like it would unite the GOP. Oh, yeah. But, well, that's not what it was. The major announcement came not that long ago. And it was the tease for a release of a digital card collection. No, this is not a lie. This is not something 
Yeah, this is not something from the Babylon Bee. This is not duffel blog. This is real. And you go check it out on Truth Social on Trump's page. Former President Trump on Thursday announced a line of digital trading cards bearing his likeness after teasing a day earlier that he would be making a major announcement. While some speculated the announcement would be related to the speaker race playing out amongst House Republicans or Trump's largely inactive 2024 presidential campaign, it was instead about a new money-making outlet for the former president. Trump boasted that the digital trading cards featured amazing art of my life and career and compared them to baseball cards, but hopefully much more exciting. The cards are on sale for $99 each. The man knows how to market. You know, I really feel like this is a disservice to Trump. Whoever thought this up should be fired immediately. It's a big dud. It's a big dud. And you cannot continue doing this, especially when you are a self-made billionaire and all you're trying to do is make more money. Uh, No, this does not paint Trump any good light whatsoever. This was stupid. This was a reverse boys who cries wolf. Boy who cries, like this was nothing. This is a nothing burger. So Trump, shame on you. Whoever fucking allowed you to do this should have their pee-pee smacked. Dumb move. Very dumb move. Because now the next time Trump wants to make a major announcement, we're like, eh, what is it? I know. You're going to lose your energy base that way. Don't do it. Don't fucking start doing that. Don't play the social media games. That's these fucking influencers do. You're not an influencer. You're fucking Trump. And you know this. He knows this. But tell him I said that, motherfucker. Anyway. He watches. Yeah, I know he watches. Deputy, and listen to this. I saw this TikTok earlier this morning. It was this woman, and she's literally like, so, you know, I think it's safe to say that um, we were right. We were right about the conspiracies to cover up COVID. We were right about the fact the vaccine does not work. We were right about the Hunter Biden laptop. We were right, right about the corruption of the BLM. We were right about the pedophilia and grooming of the LGBT. And she starts listing off all these things the left has accused the right of conspiracy theorism towards towards the censorship of conservatives on, twor- on tr- uh, Twitter. And she lists this whole list. And I'm like, no, she's this is not propaganda. She is on the money with this. And I found that very funny because in reference to her talking about the Hunter Biden laptop, listen to this break. Deputy DNI warned that Hunter Biden's laptop was not Russian disinformation. CNN's Natasha Bertrand wrote now discredited story anyway. For me, uh, let me start from the beginning here. Former Deputy Director of National Intelligence, DNI, Cliff Sims, stated on Wednesday that he warned CNN reporter Natasha Bertrand that Hunter Biden's laptop was not Russian disinformation before she wrote the infamous and now discredited political story, which used dozens of former Intel officials to pull, push a false and misleading narrative about the origins of the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, what did the FBI tell Twitter? This is why I feel like the FBI is now doing damage control. This is why I feel like the FBI, even if they sit there and say the truth, I don't believe them. Yeah. I don't believe anything you say. Because apparently Elon is telling them over at Twitter that the FBI was kind of like, keep it hush hush. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not talk about this. Which, again, by their actions show that this is an actual probably truthful story. But I really feel... Like the FBI is hanging CNN out to dry here. I really do. They're, They're a bunch trying to of scumbags, dude. Oh, they are. You know, Tucker Carlson had that uh, piece that he did the other day talking about how there was like 14 or 15 uh, ex-FBI agents that went to go work at Twitter. <clears throat> so, and they were like Intel people. What are they doing over there? Huh? <laughs> Shenanigans? Swaying elections? Yeah. They're clearly corrupt. 
keeping Clearly their thumb from. on uh, misinformation, disinformation, yeah. what yep. people can see, what they can't see, a Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. Because they did a poll where there were 71% of people said that had they known about the Hunter Biden laptop, yeah. they would have voted differently. Yeah. That's a that's a big number. It is. It's ridiculous. And that's a, a real poll that they did. Uh, again, we've, we've beaten this horse to death time and time again. This is another example of why your three-letter agencies are yeah. completely worthless. Uh, yeah, hopefully you it'll know. sway the, the fringe group yeah. to like... You know? Understand, hopefully see like what these I think, are good guys. Honestly, what I think it's going to take for the left to really fully embrace what it is that you and I understand and have come to know to be actual real, actually yeah. real corrupted FBI officials leaning heavily left and censoring the right. The only way the left is going to come out against this is if it ever reverses itself and it's instead going the opposite direction, then they'll get on board. But until then, even them identifying and recognizing what has happened, they're not going to care. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They're, they're perfectly fine with it. And that's what leads me to this next story. Why Republicans got to stop being fucking spineless and not even while Congress is in session. Um, conservatives disgusted. Liberals delighted by Bo Boner crying at Pelosi tribute. I'm, I'm not making this up. Yeah, Bonner. John Boner has and always will be an embarrassment to the Republican Party, one critic declared. A clip of former uh, Republican House Speaker John Boner crying during the tribute speech to current House Speaker Nancy. No, he really cries, folks. He literally tears up. This is a woman that is a uh -oh. piece of shit. This is a disgusting, immoral, reprehensible human being. And I use that term human being very, very liberally, no pun intended. Yeah. She is a fucking snake, spawn of Satan. If Hillary Clinton and this woman had a love child, it would be the Antichrist. I guarantee it. And thank God women cannot reproduce regardless of what the trans people say. Conservatives portray the display of uh, as an indicative of the establishment Republicans groveling to their political opponents while liberals praise it as a sign of the good old days when political divisions between the two parties weren't as pronounced. Bullshit. Because anytime you have a gathering of the liberals, a gaggle of you retards, you do not miss an opportunity to take cheap, cheap shots as every Republican you can. Every fucking dinner you host, every event you have, White House press, all this bullshit. And there is not a time that goes by where there is not some fucking rinky-dink douchebag celebrity up there with a woke agenda slamming conservatives. So you'll spare me if I think that an act like this is just you being a bitch. Why don't you grow some fucking nuts? Swamp. Boner gave his tearful speech during Wednesday's official portrait unveiling ceremony for Pelosi, who has announced her retirement from the Democratic Party leadership after a role as speaker concludes this year. Thank you, God. Boner, who was a speaker of the House from 2011 to 2015, addressed Pelosi saying, you've been unfailingly gracious to me, to my family, and frankly, my team here in Washington. And Madam Speaker, I have to say, my girls told me, tell the speaker how much we admire her. While mentioning his daughter's appreciation for the speaker, the former GOP lawmaker started choking up. The footage uh, elicited mixed reactions on Twitter. ACT for America founder Bridget Gabriel did not find uh, inspiration in Boner's tears. She tweeted, John Boner has and always will be an embarrassment to the Republican Party. What a disaster of a person and a horribly corrupt politician. Conservative influencer Nick Adams didn't hold back with his poor opinion of Boner's display. He wrote, John Boner crying as Speaker Pelosi's ceremony is truly one of the most despicable and lowly things I've witnessed in my entire life. John Boner is not a man. He's a beta feminist loser who most likely drinks soy lattes and avoids hooters at all costs. <laughs> damn. He, damn, he went hard on him. Nailed it, buddy. But it's, I mean, he, they're not wrong. Look, yeah. I understand. You know, Democrats have been calling yes. Republicans racist yes. all the way back to, you can go all the way yeah. back to George Bush. Mitt Romney, 
Like anybody who ran against them, they painted them as a racist. Yep. I mean, you can. What other reason would you have to display something like that towards somebody of the opposing political party where we have become polarizingly yeah. different to the point where it's very difficult to reach across the aisle for anything? And you show an outward display of affection like that. The only question I have is why? I'm not. I'm, I'm just kind of like, why oh, would you man, feel man. that way towards her? Let's when we and that's a rhetorical question. We know why. Yeah. They're they're clearly, you know, figuratively in bed together. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest about this. That's why these politicians. It's just disgusting. What he should have said. It would have translated as, Madam Speaker, you've made me and my team and my family a lot of money. A Thank lot you. A lot of money. A lot of money. Beyond measure. FTX money coming in hardcore. Apparently now the new thing about him, that Sam dude, douchebag with the fro, yeah. uh, he's looking at life. Oh, yeah. They'll probably kill that guy. I think he's dead. Yeah, I agree. Because you the see Maxine of- Waters <sighs> try to shut down that, uh, uh-huh. that yeah. hearing that they had. We talked about it yesterday, yeah. I mean, like she did not want him questioned by other members, and they were like, "Uh, no, we are gonna, we're talking to him." Yep. Even AOC is on the take, and you know how I know that AOC tweeted about it, and she's like, "I'm very disappointed that we didn't get to question, you know, him, but you know, justice, blah 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 blah." I was like, "No, AOC, if it was anything else, oh, yeah. you'd be shitting your little Latina panties over there, crying out all kinds of racism and blah 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 blah." blah. And this time she's like, "Oh, I'm so disappointed, but you know what? Justice will take its course." AOC, come on. We see right through your bullshit. Oh, she's such a. You're, it's imbecile. so easy. To, it's so re- easy to read her poker face, like or the lack of one, really. It's like if AOC is not bitching and moaning and stamping her feet, then something's wrong. Yeah. Or she's been told, or like somebody pulled in the reins on her, saying, "Okay, look, bitch, this is the way it fucking works." Look, he gave us several million dollars. <laughs> Kiss his ass, AOC. She's just jealous that he raised more doing less than she did with her failed movie career about green energy. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay. Yeah, this is real. LGBT advocate claims in House hearing that detransitioning is not a real thing. Oh, yeah, it's real. An LGBT advocate claimed during a House of Representatives hearing that transgender people detransitioning is not a real thing. During Wednesday's House Oversight Committee... Hearing on anti-LGBT violence, Jesse Pocock, the CEO and executive director of the Inside Out Youth Services, made the claim in response to a question from Texas Representative Michael Cloud, a Republican, about formerly transgender people who have detransitioned. And they said, I can't really speak to individuals' personal experience. You know, someone's gender is just a really personal experience, but I can tell you I've been in this work a long time. I know a lot of trans folks, close friends, family members, Peacock said, and I've just never heard of a case of anyone detransitioning. So I honestly don't think it's a real thing. Do you not watch the news? Do you not watch social media? Do you not watch the press? Well, of course the press is going to cover a lot of stuff up. You know, they're not going to want to like push prominent stories out there about members of the once trans community coming out and saying, no, this is nothing but propaganda and Marxist bullshit. They're not going to now watch for it on Twitter, folks. Folks, I'm telling you right this right now. I understand that there are a lot of things I do not agree with Elon on, but I'm telling you the lethality that Twitter poses, a lot of these groomers, a lot of these places, Twitter is going to have to be the place where I feel like many of us have to rally. Yeah. I feel like, and I'm not saying that we're going to get a completely fair shake, but it's certainly a lot more fair than what fucking Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and the rest of these other douchebag platforms have offered us in the past. 
I feel like maybe Twitter is not, they're not going to get it right. He's certainly not getting it as clearly right as I would hope he would, but it's better than the bullshit we've been dealing with for a long fucking time. Rumble still got a long way to fucking go, but it's 10 times better than the bullshit we saw on YouTube. That's for fucking sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Juan Berg, J-U-A-N-B-U-R-K, 1775, by the way. They're living in clear denial, folks. Again, once more, contrarian just to be contrarian. You know for a fact. She knows she's not stupid. By the fact that she works in the transgender field, she knows all about detransitioning. I guarantee she could give you a list of how that actually goes about happening hormonally. I bet you she could even tell you the medication. Probably. This woman is not stupid, but she's playing stupid. And keep in mind, this is the same woman that has helped 13-year-olds transition. Man. Yeah. What's wrong with these parents? What's this is look at her. She's just got the insane look in her eye. Her name is Jesse Pocock. Uh anti on L, anti-LGBTQ. You're the reason why there is or why there is LGBTQ violence. And it's not LGBTQ violence, because that's the thing I love about this. If you're sitting there wanting to say, oh, we're not pedophiles, then why are you classifying hate crimes towards grooming and pedophiles as anti-LGBTQ violence or as LGBT? Why? If you say that you're not the same when people are violent towards pedophiles and shit, why do you claim it as an affront on the LGBT? Because it's clearly not. Or do we just want to go ahead and acknowledge the elephant in the room that it is? Damn. Damn. Knocking him out of the park today. Yeah. Fuck. You just take one look at this woman. And this is one of those times that I feel like the Maxine Waters speech of you should harass them in the streets. That's applicable here. Yeah. That is 100%. They should be fucking harassed. I hope they get doxxed. I hope everything happens. These fucking nut jobs are the ones going. She has helped 13-year-olds mutilate their bodies, folks. Kids and young girls that already have heavily influences or heavy influences from social media body dysmorphia, eating issues, unhealthy behavior spawned from the image issues they derive from fucking social media because their parents probably let them have it. She's there only helping exacerbate this. If you think that this trans thing is not a trend, you're sadly mistaken. You are sadly mistaken. The shit that parents are saying is going on in schools now, that it's the cool thing now to be trans. But the crazy part about it was, back in the day, folks, I remember when I was going up to school, it was cool to be in a gang. It was cool to be in a gang. You thought you were like an actual gang. You're really not. You're like four or five dudes pretending, like, oh, we're like the outcasts. We're like the blah, blah, blah. But the difference was, we didn't gender mutilate our body. Hey, what, you guys want to cut your penises oh, off? Let's cut our dicks off. Scorpions for life, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it was harmless fun. This shit... This is a trend that has lifetime implications. Yeah. I just, I like, what, what are the parents thinking? I, I mean, the parents aren't thinking. That's the problem. It's the kids suffering. We can't be mad at the kids. It's the parents, folks. It is 100%. the parents. These liberal parents, like that one uh, video we saw of that one, um, the thing up in northern Texas where they had the drag show for children. Yeah. And you see them being videotaped from the outside. And you see this fat, alcoholic, redneck-looking fucking woman with her kid. And he's dressed like a redneck. He's got just bad clothing on. He looks like he doesn't have, haven't had a haircut in fucking months. Looks just like he's given up on life as, as well as her. 
and you just see her parenting style. She's out there cussing people, middle finger up, like saying the most weirdest, disgusting things. And this kid is standing right beside her. And then she tries to give him a hug and he pulls away. Clearly, these people are these people have no business raising children. Yeah. And this is the problem. And these kids are encouraged by these degenerate parents. And a lot of this shit is not reversible. That uh, the Navy SEAL that was trans is detransitioning. He even came out and said, these, these chemicals are not reversible. But instead, you yes. got the vouchers out there, and you got everybody else out there saying, oh, no, it's not permanent. Yes, it is. It is 100. In many situations, it is chemical castration. Yeah. That's what they give to uh, inmates, right? Yep. Prisoners? Yep. I think that uh, that dude, Matt Walsh, brought that up in a uh, one of his interviews with a doctor. Yeah. We said the same mm-hmm. hormones that you give these kids is the same ones that you give to it's insane. prisoners yeah. to castrate them. Yeah. She left shortly after that. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, Strange. they're going to, yeah. Strange how that happened. Oh, it's such a slippery battle with them. It's such a slippery, disgusting battle because they will try and resort to every method of intellectual dishonesty to defend their position because yeah. rather than admit that they were wrong and everybody benefiting from that, and it wouldn't be one of those things that I would lord over your head, it's like, well, thank you, yeah. that we can actually agree on this and move forward and fight for what is good, what is just, what is morally right. But instead, you're going to double down and you're going to say, oh, no, it's not because of blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, then I'm sorry. I just I feel like you as a human being are a disgusting, perverse person. Yeah. Like if you sit there and try and defend pedophilia and gender mutilation I, or genital mutilation, excuse me, I just don't understand how you could ever be thought of as a good person. You know, we talked about this yesterday with uh, with Brian about he goes to a lot of these community <clears throat> meetings and stuff like that. Yeah. It really starts going to your school board meetings and confronting this stuff because when you don't show up there, that's when shady things happen. Yep. People, you have to get eyes on this and voting on things and voting on things like the that you're not even aware of the kid that just called in. Like if you're that young, getting involved in politics is very important at that age just to learn stuff. You got to vote. Just go out and vote. You know, you got to vote. Whoever's giving you the most accurate information and providing the receipts to you, that's yeah. You know. A good base to, to build yeah, on. Hundred percent. But you gotta get out and vote. You get you have to be part of these meetings. Uh there have been many cases of formerly transgender individuals detransitioning back to their original genders, but often with the permanent damage to their bodies. Chloe Cole, an 18-year-old former transgender child who was on hormone blockers at 13 and had a double mastectomy at 15 before transitioning a year later, offered to travel to Washington to clear up any confusion. Detransitioners are pretty much used are used to being told that they don't exist. She tweeted Wednesday. Isn't that kind of funny? You definitely exist. You definitely have a voice when you announce that you are doing something that aligns with their narrative. But if you do something to discredit the narrative, well, then suddenly you don't matter. Where have we seen that before? Oh, yeah. Black people. Got the white liberals. Ah, let's support the blacks. Oh, wait. They're becoming profitable and leaving the DNC. Well, then a bunch of freaking house slaves. Fuck them. Open the border. Open the border. We don't need the blacks anymore. Let's go for the Mexicanos. It's true, folks, and they call Republicans racist. Good Lord. Uh, Prisha Mosley, who was detransitioning after a double mastectomy at the age of 18, talked about her struggles in an interview with America Reports last week. One of the issues I have is the lack of identity, Mosley explained. And on top of not having a lot of friends and having issues at home, when I found the trans community and found a new identity and was affirmed, that's what caused me to transition. Peer pressure. Yeah. 
pure pressure and sake of acceptance. Nothing to do with the internal fight between body and mind. It's just simple peer pressure. Yeah. And again, why do you think they're going after kids? Because they are more easily influenced than adults. Yeah. These people are just disgusting. Well, last story of the day. There's a reason I picked this story, folks. Let me first read it for you. Man who cheated on his wife with Ukrainian refugee dumps her as police get called to his home. Yeah, we're talking about this real quick. A British man left his wife for the Ukrainian refugee they were housing has broken up with his new lover just four months after ending his 10-year relationship. Distraught 22-year-old Sophia Karkatyam made an attempt to win back her 30-year-old security guard boyfriend, Tony Garnett, by showing up at his house and professing her love for him. Only he didn't answer the door. After Garnett broke off their four-month-long relationship, Karkatyam tried to win him back over the weekend by showing up at his house and yelling to him that she loved him while also trying to kick the door down. Neighbors overheard the commotion and dialed 999, which is the British version of 911, and the number used to reach the police in the UK. The reason I talk about the story is if you thought that you had a shitty life, get a load of this guy. <laughs> get a load of this guy. You house a Ukrainian refugee, you fuck her, you leave your wife for her, and then you go back to your wife and you leave her. And I'm sorry, but that woman just looks crazy. She just looks crazy. And this dude does not look like he's the most intelligent guy in the world either. Oh my God, you got a cross next to your eye, bro. I mean, come on. Come on, come on. So the reason I read that for you folks is because, hey, if you're feeling bad about your oh. life, at least you didn't do this. Oh. Feel good about yourself. All right, folks, that does it for today's episode of the All American Savage Show podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Hey, did I tell you before? If I didn't, I'm telling you now. If you are on Locals and you want to support the show, if you like the content, if you enjoy what you hear and you want to throw some money our way, which goes a very long way, we're very grateful for that, uh, you can support us on Locals, locals.com slash member slash John Burke. Um, I'm going to post the link. And by the way, if you are a Locals supporter, you get to vote in what next month's giveaway is going to be. Again, the options right now are an iPhone, a 42-inch TV, or a $500 Visa gift card. Only votes are going to be allowed on locals, and you've got to be an actual local supporter. If you're not, well, I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, go show some love to the show. Again, this is over on the locals page, locals.com slash member slash John Burke. For some reason, it's not letting me post the link in YouTube chat because it's just being fucking stupid. But, anyway, appreciate the love and support, guys. Go leave a great review on the podcast. It is Thursday. We're almost there, folks. We're almost there. Thank you for sharing the podcast, for leaving your rate reviews, and supporting Shellshock as a company. You got me to have a man. Hey, you guys have a great day. And as always, you stay savage, America. <laughs>